안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. All right, welcome to our second podcast. This is Four from On One podcast. Gio, how are you today? Doing good, Keith. <laughs> Hakjun, how are you, buddy? Okay, um, I'm doing just great. And if anybody listening this second podcast and missing our first one. Then you should go back and listen the first one. That will be make you better. All right. So we're three mates living here in Korea. If you missed the first first podcast, I'm from Australia. Jay is from America, and Hakjun's from Korea. Uh, So this podcast, we're going to talk about how we met and ways of making friends. We're all in Korea, but these rules sort of can apply to if you look into. Live in a new country. It could work in Canada, England, Australia, any country. These sort of are uh, good ways of meeting people when you starting um, start a new country. Um, I'm just going to start this conversation because we us boys aren't really up to date with all the coronavirus news. So this ain't a podcast for coronavirus news. I got a Facebook group if that's what you need. It's called COVID nineteen news and discussion. Go there for any up-to-date news. There's always people asking questions. All right, boys, let's talk about how we be- how we met. It was a great day. Gio, do you want to tell everyone? Yeah, so just a quick little flashback. Uh, it was fall of 2020, and uh, we had actually met at the SBL, which stands for the Seoul Baseball League uh, Rookie Practice. Mm-hmm. So this was actually their, I believe it was either their ninth, maybe their tenth season. Um, but the oh, three of us um, met at that rookie practice. And uh, from there, we headed straight back to HBC. And as mm-hmm. uh, Hyuk referenced in the first episode, uh, he yes. lives in that area. And that's where we kind of hung out and kind of did a little bar hopping as we were waiting for the, uh, the, the draft. Every season, every uh, spring and fall season, the SBL holds a draft. And that's where we kind of hung out at the, the shenanigans bar. So we met on the same day. This this league, it's not for professionals. We were all different levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's sole baseball league, but it also could be a social baseball league. Like everyone gets there to have a good time. Yeah. Some people are really competitive. Some people are just really chilled. Um, Hakjun, what made you join the league? So um, I'm living this uh, uh, this region called HBC, which is in Korea is Hebangchon. So they call HBC in um short terms uh there's a there's one little bar really i like to go all the way time is that um called philly's pub in hbc in seoul and actually i started playing ball hockey at there because um the the name of bar is philly's but um the main owner are the canadians so mm. they love the heart. Mm. They love, yeah. But I'm like, so I met these boys with the um, baseball jerseys, and they're like, "Oh man, baseball is my game." So where are you guys playing? And then they told me that, "Oh hey, if you like to play baseball, <laughs> you see should... Canadian accent." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a American big dude. <laughs> oh, American accent. Okay. Yeah. If you want to play baseball and the real guys play, we are playing baseball in Seoul and the Yongsan base as well. But um, 
I'm saying Yongsan, uh, Yongsan base is a military base, but um, mm -hmm. right. they have really great baseball field, <laughs> like legit baseball place. And what's our baseball field like? <laughs> and we're nowhere near Seoul, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We, so, um, we play on like a rock pitch. <laughs> right, in Guachan. So I, I joined the I joined this league and the in the uh, rookie practice and we met each other and then I think we all three boys have the click and then like we enjoyed every time we gathering ever since then right yeah right and how about you Gio what made you sign up really it was just uh just like a, a hobby. You know, I never really played ball like in school. I was more of a track and field volleyball player. But mm -hmm. since I moved to Korea, I just wanted to kind of like make a connection with other expats who kind of enjoyed baseball. Just wanted to enjoy a casual beer league, which is exactly what SBL is. And it was just kind of right up my alley. And I heard of it because I had a coworker at the time who was actually playing uh, for team shenanigans in the league. And he was just, I, they just, it was the year that they won the championship. So the season had just come to an end. And then he let me know that uh, the fall season was just starting up. So he directed me to their Facebook page. And that's when I kind of reached out and said, hey, I'm interested in playing. When's uh, the next draft? Because I'm definitely going to sign up. Mm. Yep. So you, if you guys sort of joined for the hobby and the side, I actually did join up for the social scene because I moved from Daejeon to Gwangmyeon, which is close to Seoul. So I didn't have any friends up this way. So I was like, and I love playing sport. And Dejan, I didn't play much sport. I used to just go to the gym and go home, gym, go home. So I wanted to play a sport, quick Google search, and I found Seoul Baseball League. And basically the league started like, well, it was meant to start the next week I moved from um, Dejan, but coronavirus sort of uh, delayed our start. But mm -hmm. yeah, I'm so glad I joined the league. The league is so much fun. Same with... Uh, what do you reckon the ratio between foreigners and Koreans is about 60, 40 foreigners to Koreans? Uh, 80, 20, I think. I thought 80, 20, but I think as of yeah, recently, it's probably like 70, 30 on average. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's increasing. A lot of Korean players are making, uh, you know, more of, a, of an appearance. They're, they're joining in. Yeah, yeah. mm -hmm. Everyone gets along so well, like a lot of different personalities and a few egos, but everyone gets oh, yeah. along so well. Yeah. And we got people from America, Australia, Canada, New England, Zealand. Mm -hmm. New Zealand. New people, Zealand. Some yeah. people didn't and play Australia. before. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's such a good league. Um, they put on after parties. Obviously, the bars run the parties and they follow the rules that are in place. And we also have some drinks. I can't wait for the day for the, us to maybe go to the races, which is near the track, near the yeah, baseball field. Yeah, the horse race park. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The and the other thing I really enjoy about the league is hearing about other people's jobs. It's not just teachers, like some very unique jobs that everyone does from the Koreans or foreigners. Like one of the guys, a rookie this year, he was a voice model. I've never heard of a voice model before, but yeah, first time for does, me. Yeah. He does yeah, like great, he does like the sounds <laughs> for audio guides and stuff like that. So that was really interesting. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, tech jobs. Yeah, so it was a great way to meet people. Um, so I guess our first recommendation, if you like sports, look for a sports league. I know Seoul used to have a really good fitness um, yes. group. I can't think of the name, but I was jealous of this group when I was living in Dijon, but I'm not sure if it's still running. 
uh, as uh, Hak Jun said, there's a ball baseball league, a ball hockey league. Yeah. Yeah. What's ball it called? hockey league. Yeah. Ball hockey league. So it's, for the Aussies, it's not field hockey. It's like, well, ball hockey on an ice rink. Do you play on ice? ice uh, they, they don't play no. on ice. They just run around. Yeah. yeah oh, run, like, run, like, run, uh, run, but, um, hmm. like street yeah. ball. Street ball, yeah. yeah, something like that, something okay. like that. But um, uh, we are not using. I don't know if that's the right terminology. Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. have no idea. <laughs> but um, it, it's uh the dimension is the same with the uh, ice hockey, but uh, we are running on the uh, floor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and um, we get what's the, some uh, other popular yeah. sports that people play here? Would you say baseball is probably number one. Soccer. What sure. else do people play? Badminton's huge here. What else would you guys yeah, say is um, a, a place you could actually, play some sport? Actually, yep. basketball is kind of like Korean guys. Like, I think almost every Korean guy play basketball. They know how to play basketball. Sure. Mm. What about rugby? Is that a thing here? There is a league. Rugby oh, is very rare. I think. Is it? I went to my first rugby match here like eight years ago in Ansan. That was the first Actually, time I've ever seen like huge Koreans. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like the ultimate Frisbee. There's a league for that. Ultimate Frisbee. What are they called? That's true. I've seen it on yeah, Facebook that's before. That's true, but um, mm-hmm. not in Korea, I think. Oh. No, I did it in Korea my first <laughs> first year. I didn't even know what it was, but yeah, they had a competition in Pohang. Um, I went there for the social side, but they were really competitive. Everyone doing that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate first is pretty cool. All right. So that's our first choice. If you love sports, there's plenty of sports options here in Korea. Um, You just got to Google. Thank goodness for Facebook. Just search on Facebook and you'll find some ideas. Even if there's not sports groups, there's plenty of uh, like living in Korea groups or living in Daejeon groups, living in Seoul groups. There's plenty of options to do some research. Let's talk about, uh, language exchange. Gio, what, have you done any language exchanges? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, again, this is years ago, pre-COVID. Um, so most of my language exchanges I found through the website Meetup. I'm sure you guys are very familiar with mm. it. Yeah. Um, Meetup? Uh, Meetup, yes. Meet it's up. called Meetup. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a website where you have a bunch of just Groups kind of putting things together it could be different topics, categories, whether it's to meet up for like a, for any kind of language or meetups just for like, like people to read books, anything you can think of, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times I would do that. Also, I used to be a big couch surfer at the time. Uh, have you yeah. familiar? Are you familiar with couch surfing? Um, not actually, but... Um, so basically, I'm... if you're like going to travel somewhere rather than staying at a hotel or anything like that, a hostel, you would actually ask mm-hmm. people if you could just <laughs> crash on their couch, right? If they can host you instead. And most of the time it's free. A lot of people just say, yeah, for sure. When I used to live in Songpa, I would have people at my place like every other, like every week, my place is just always booked. Like every morning I'd wake up to a bunch of emails, everybody just sending me requests to stay at my place for free, you know? And sometimes I'd be out of the country traveling and I would say, for sure, here's my code. I was very trustworthy. Come stay at my place for free for a few days, you know? And I had visitors from all over the world do this. The point I'm making here is that although it's just that, there's different, many different aspects to it. There's the hosting as well as being hosted. There's also, there's this social aspect on there. So if you're traveling anywhere, if you access the app, you can actually meet other couch surfers in the area and kind of travel, meet up together, you know? So I thought that was pretty cool. I did that a couple of times uh, during my travels. Like, mm. as far as I know, there is a, like the words in America, there's a stranger danger about it. Sure. 
And I was very hesitant. Like when I first came here 10 years ago, somebody suggested that to me. I was like, I would never stay at somebody's house, like ever. <laughs> Until yeah. I finally tried it for myself and it was, it was the best experience ever. You get like rating points. Yeah. It's a bit like yeah. uh, Airbnb. Mm-hmm. If you're a good host, you get points. If you're a good, um, Absolutely. someone that's, the person that sleeps on the couch, you get points or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Rate, yeah. Rankings or whatever. Oh, really? They have yep. like a rating system on their sure. own? Sure. I mean, they have to kind of filter all the people, all the stranger danger kind of people. You know, you're not going to book some place that has no profile picture, no reviews. That's a little sketchy, you know? That's, somebody who's uh, kind that's... of, yeah, they got to filter them out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next one is uh, the one I sort of mentioned in the past podcast and the one that really saved my first year here in Korea. I enjoyed them so much. Uh, travel groups in Korea, they have some great tour companies that do great tours just for the weekends or for a longer vacation period that teachers get. Um, just we're not linked to any of them, but some I can think of is Adventure Korea, Enjoy Korea, Seoul Hiking Group, and there's also another one that's a bit government funded. And these uh, tours mm-hmm. are a great way to meet other teachers, other people, students. It's just a perfect social scene to get on the bus, especially if you're a solo here in Korea and you can't drive. Um, it's a great way to see the country. Have you guys experienced any of these tours? Absolutely. Seoul Hiking Group. Uh, I did my yeah. first did Buddhist temple stay. The first, uh, was a Buddhist uh, temple stay. Oh, the temple stay? Yeah, oh, that was woo. wonderful. And the second thing I did was the Boryang Mud Festival back to back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's when times are That's been canceled the last two years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to do that one. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, that's the uh, bucket list of the other guys. <laughs> Boryang. My outside goodness. Outside from Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was that? Do so you want to explain, yeah. explain what it was like? Yeah. Boryang Mud Festival? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that Ooh. either. All right. Um, it's basically uh, just a bunch of foreigners going down to this muddy coast. <laughs> put like eight to 10 people. Well, they used to put eight to 10 people like in a room, you know, all these other foreigners in these little, what they're called pensions, like these little hotels, no furniture, just blankets and stuff all over the floor. You crash on, not that it matters, you know? Um, mm. And then all day they just have like obstacle courses and everybody's just running around, just diving on these little muddy slides and wrestling pits. And they have like, they had, excuse me, outdoor concerts. They had like a free K-pop concert at the end of the night, fireworks on the beach. And it was just nonstop partying. Like, so the sun came up, you know, so yeah. it was, it was freaking fantastic. And I did that back to back. Yeah. So I did yeah. uh, some tours I did was uh, a skiing, some skiing trips with these companies. I've That's done um, Jeju with these companies and I've done Jindo with these companies and actually mm. the government funded one, this one, um, the government sort of pays some of these companies and they make it super cheap to go on these uh, tours like one of them I did was 20,000 won, about $20. Yeah. It was overnight, included all the food, transport, accommodation, uh, going to museums, going into a fortress, going down to Jindo, going to a festival, included everything for 20 bucks. And I think it was four or five buses of people. It's mainly just for foreigners. And they just, the negative is you got to take a lot of photos and you got to be in a lot of photos because they, <laughs> The, gov- the government wants to capture that moment. Promo. That's, yeah. that's, that's what they're trying to... That's, that's the catch. Getting yeah. the public eye onto <laughs> their tourism, yeah? So sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. 
So I really recommend those ones. And I also did temple stay with one of these companies. It's 10 bucks to stay in the temple. How was your and experience at your temple stay? What was it like? Was it enlightening? I, I went the very last one before winter. It was freaking freezing. Ooh. It was like minus 15. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, we did the temple stay. And then you, did you have to wake up at like three o'clock, four o'clock to do the bows? Hell yeah, I did. At three, four in the morning. <laughs> so it's freezing cold and you do like a bit of a walk through the forest and then you go to the temple you sort of watch them do their thing but it wasn't a private just one a couple yeah. of bows i don't know about you i had to do yeah. 108 100 100 bows 108 108 <laughs> each volume for the teachings of the buddha yeah, oh yeah like five o'clock yeah. in the morning four o'clock in the At morning 5 a.m and then for my breakfast was like a bowl of rice that was it <laughs> and i was just sweating like this, this is it no meat can i just get like some bacon and eggs that was good. A great, great experience and a great way to meet people. Definitely recommend that. Yeah. Have you done any groups, Hakjun? So, um, um, actually, I kind of like recommend you guys about this because, um, like, I myself enjoying the drinks, and mm. there's there was a lot of like traditional alcohol making tours because mm. in Korea we have household alcoholic beverage making things like oh, soju sorry about, yeah there's there's a lot of things like soju and chongju and makgeolli mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um like they're using their local uh breweries rice. distilleries yeah look yes yeah that's true the local breweries okay but mm -hmm. they are really really small so yeah. um they're not making a lot of like bottles or anything but um like they are unique and sometimes they are very like certified uh, from the government that um, they have this unique uh, alcoholic beverages like makgeolli and soju and changju. Yes. So uh, there is like governmental uh, tourist group, like government will pay for you guys about like enjoying this sightseeing and then go to uh, these breweries and then like doing make your own uh, drinks yes mm -hmm. so I really recommend you guys and then like I, I never been there but um like I know some guys from there so I can hook you guys up and then I hook you guys your our listeners if you guys are really interesting in yeah, on that, I read, I don't know. I think it's quite common in many cities. Like they used to do a Dijon wine and beer festival, Ooh. and you can. And yeah, that's I don't know. It's a really yeah. place to meet friends, but it's a great place to take your friends. Oh you yeah. Into, you go yeah, into this true. big wine uh, warehouse, and all the wines are there from all over the world. People like exporting, importing, all that sort sure. of stuff. And there's you know us foreigners are a bunch of drunks we go mm. you can line up but you have your wine glass you pay ten dollars to get in and you get your wine glass and then there's this section where you can go in for 20 minutes and they've got all the tasters there sure you can just pull Ooh. your own taster you just it's free for all for like 10 minutes <laughs> sounds dangerous for for 10 minutes. actually yeah. one it. of my favorite uh experiences was the was the tour groups it was the soul wine train i don't know if you guys know about this no. Um, the train actually no. departs from Seoul Station. The interior is like chandeliers. I mean, I think it's a little gaudy, but it looks like the inside of like the Polar Express train, you know, mm -hmm. it's got like a bar, karaoke machine, stuff like that. And it's like a two hour train ride to God knows where. And all the while there's like an MC like singing songs and playing music. 
and you're just playing like these games and you're drinking unlimited wine and like little food tray, like fruit and cheese and crackers the whole way there. So by the time you get to the actual winery, you're already like lit, you know, and then they take you around the gardens, the vineyards um, to see where the grapes grow. And then they take you downstairs into the the cellars, the wine cellars, where they have this big buffet with, again, all you can eat, all you can drink. And it was just, it was, oh yeah. A lot of Ajumas, how money's there. Just rocking the place. It was incredible, you know? Mm. Um, and then they had ah. these little hot tubs where you would soak your feet, but it was wine, you know? It was like in, oh, you're really? soaking your feet in wine. Yeah, you're kind of like sucking at your toes afterward. But it was just <laughs> <laughs> sucking up all that Chianti, you know? <laughs> but it was, that was probably the best. I did that a couple of times. Wow. For sure. That's great. Yeah. yeah. That sounds great, man. Yeah. And I got one more, like similar to Gio's uh, couch surfing. Hostels are very common here in Korea. Mm-hmm. I've never really stayed for, at a hostel more than just to have a night's sleep. But uh, there are plenty of great hostels where you can meet people, backpackers. Um, you probably will get a lot of people like me or other Koreans that just want to sleep for the night. But hostels anywhere in the world is a great place to meet fellow backpackers, mm-hmm. solo, solo travels. Some of them when uh, travel starts getting going back here in Korea, um, they'll start doing their tours again and um, pub crawls, bar crawls, all that will start coming back again. But um, yeah, that's a great way to meet people as well. Some of those sort of things I've done them in many other countries, not in Korea, but many other countries. Actually, I did do a Halloween bar crawl uh, here in Seoul. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Boys, any other ideas to meet people? Have you ever, uh, speaking of hostels, have you ever stayed at a Jim Jabong? Oh, yeah, tell them. I've met so many foreigners at Jim Jabongs. There's this one, my favorite, hands down, it's in Busan. Uh, The place is called Heisupia. I don't know if it's open anymore, but what made this place, and every time I went to Busan, I'd always stay here specifically because the location, you know how they have like, most of them have the little hot tubs and you're just kind of chilling out in, but along the wall, it's all glass. So you see the ocean, right? You can see the sunrise. And it's right by that long bridge. I don't know the name of the bridge, obviously, but it just has this gorgeous view. And you see like the sun just like shimmering over the ocean as it's rising. And you've got this gorgeous view. And the Jim Jabong area, you know, the place where all the genders meet, it's just super relaxing, nice, cozy bar. And they just had all the amenities. And you just meet other like drunk foreigners there too. You make that eye contact because you're like the others, you know, just get a little head nod or or if somebody's drinking a bunch of mockery and soju, they kind of invite you over and then, you know, start a conversation, you know, engage. I've done that mm. plenty of times. I stayed at one in Itaewon. And if you haven't, I just found, I went there just for a night's sleep. It was like $6 to sleep for a whole night, but you don't, there's no right? beds or anything. You just <laughs> Five sleep bucks. on the floor. Actually, actually, I found like, it looked like a bear cave. Like I found like a little bear cave. Yeah. And, cave, and mm-hmm. there's like a little... It's not a pillow, like it's like a rock pillow. It's a pillow. rock, yeah. Know. They're like these little cubes. But I had my little cave and I, I didn't sleep very good. But no, those are so those little capsules. Yeah, I, I miss <laughs> them. I miss them so much. All right, it's time to learn some Korean. Gio, our name is 4 for Man One Podcast. Do you want to explain why we called 4 for Man One Podcast? Absolutely. So, Man One is 10,000 won which is the Korean currency. 10,000 won is the equivalent to about 10 US dollars. At any convenience yes. store you go into Korea, if you head towards the back near the beer section, you'll see all the cans of beer for for Man Won, four cans of beer for $10. Now, a lot of listeners have come up to us, not personally, via web, 
And they've <laughs> asked, well, there are three of you, but there are four beers. Who is the fourth one? Drum roll. You, the listener. Yeah. You are the, the four. Woohoo. Woohoo. Congratulations. Yeah. And so that fourth beer, while you're listening, have a beer while you're listening to us. But also we were hoping to do we're hoping to do some meetups in the future when we get a bigger community. Go to baseball games here in Korea. So much fun. Soccer games. Go to some restaurants where you need more than one person to go into these restaurants. Actually, have you got some recommendations where it's good to have a big group to go into a restaurant? Like yeah, there's, type of food. Yeah. There are a lot of like Korean festival foods in this city. So, but um, like the one thing I really recommend you guys in this winter time is that the naengmyeon is a. Uh, mm. yeah. I'm not really a big fan of that. I'm not really one for it's the ice noodles, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, uh, I, I I always think that like that is very um like unusual too, guys. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you guys from the Western society. Sure. To this day, I so, still can't eat it. It's uh, it's not bad. It's not that it, you know, just not my cup of tea. All right. So um um I think um we should have uh one more podcast about the uh the what the thing is the nengmyeon is, but I'm like I'm recommending you guys the nengmyeon is the uh, like we are eating it. The after uh, having a meal of um, the beef or the pork, then we always have this naengmyeon because it is very refreshing your uh, your mouth palate. And then, yes, that's true. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the places that are recommending you guys is the Jongno uh, area. Is uh, there's a very big uh, like popular um, like Ajashi area, but um still they have very good like welcoming atmosphere. And then like you'll be uh, you'll feel like you're the uh, one of Korean um, regular. If you go there, because mm-hmm. um those ajashis and ajumas will not think you as a what should I say uh, as a foreigner, but um you guys are being in Korea, so right you're, as a local, yes, as one of local. us, mm-hmm. yes. So look mm-hmm. out for some of these meetups in the future. We'll have our Korean food uh, food expert. Um, I did. Ha- I went out with him a few weeks ago. We had some live octopus. Me personally, I wouldn't know Ooh, yes. what the, what to do with live octopus. He showed me some great tips. So the best people to learn how to eat food properly here in Korea is with fellow Koreans. So I totally recommend that. So let's move on to uh, part of this program. Me personally, I am terrible at Korean. My Korean's lowest amongst these three. Um, Gio, how's your Korean? Uh, it's subpar. It's not any good. Who's better, your daughter or yourself at speaking Korean? My daughter, for sure. Without <laughs> so, a doubt. Really? Yes. So we've got a new feature on Instagram. We're doing Korean word of the day. So maybe I can learn Korean this way. Um, so building up to this podcast, we've been putting up some Korean word of the days on Instagram mm-hmm. for for Man One podcast. Uh, so uh, the first word we put up was cheese. Gio, do you know what cheese is in Korean? I believe it's gonbae. Um, our expert, can you please confirm? 
Uh, that's almost the uh, 99% correct. <laughs> so we were saying, <laughs> come back. Nice. I'll take yeah, it. With a festive, like with a festive <laughs> accent, we say, and, like, come back. 10 surgery bottles next to you yeah like on the table right. <laughs> yeah that's that's my daily life all right and Down our minimum. second word geo friend what's friend in korean well that's easy chingu uh expert the same chingu, chingu is- <laughs> i passed <laughs> all right yeah, and yeah. beer what's beer in korean mekchu that's correct. All also. right. Yeah. How would, because we, on our logo, we got four beers. How would we order four beers at the bar in a simple way? So, yeah. Uh, so we're counting the uh, the alcoholic beverages as a chan, which is the glasses. So if you're going to a Korean restaurant and then order four beers, then mekju ne chan. Mekju. ね、ちゃん。ね、ちゃん。ちゅうせよ。いや、ちゅうせよ、ウィルベリーベリーポライトウェイ、バラムライクメッチュネジャンエンドアジュマスウィルゴクレジオ。ハウディジュノウダカリ